Uh, but I do wish that I had done CrossFit at the same time because even though I've trained all those years, I'm probably fitter and stronger and more robust than I've ever been. And I think I probably wouldn't have had the injuries that I had along the way had I been how I am now. So, but that's hindsight, so. <laughs> What's up guys, it's Tom from Chalking Fitness. Really hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you're not already following Chalking Fitness on Instagram, please do. Uh, it's at Chalking Fitness, where there's not only promotion for the podcast episodes, but also news and reviews that are of real interest to the UK-centric CrossFit and functional fitness community. Hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to support the channel further, then do check out the link in the show notes. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Chalking Fitness Podcast. This week, I am delighted to welcome Georgia Davenport. Georgia is a ex-GB diver, but is now the talent coach at Sheffield Diving. And I'm going to get a pun in there straight away, I'm afraid, Georgia, and say you're definitely making a splash in the UK competitive CrossFit scene as well. So apologies and welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Are you all right? Oh, well, are you having a good week anyway? Yeah, it's going well, thank you. Um, we've got the Arnold Festival this weekend, so I'm just getting ready for that. Absolutely, and uh, that was I was going to say. You know, we're only a few days out from that, and uh, stepping back onto the onto the floor as a, an, an elite individual uh, again. So uh, yeah, hopefully you're looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's only my second um, individual event, and I'm doing a team event on the Sunday, so it's going to be um, a busy weekend. But I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I was looking at that and was like, oh, you've qualified there. So I've got more questions to come on that. But, you know, as, as we should in, in any sport, we should warm up. And so I have a couple of warm questions that I, I like to use. So my first warm up question is, if you're allowed to design your own birthday workout and could pick three movements, what would you pick? Um, definitely handstand walk, toes to bar and some dumbbell smashes. Oh, nice, nice. That is, uh, um, that's uh, no, no assault bikes. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely some. I feel there's some movement interference there, right? You know, between kind of like the handstand walks and the toes to bar. You know, like both kind of midline and kind of lats and shoulders are really getting a getting a, a workout there. Anything gymnastics is my favourite. Yeah, I, I can imagine, and I, I guess we'll, we'll. I do want to ask a few more questions. A lot of that then perhaps comes from your uh, your time diving as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I originally actually started um, in gymnastics, and then I transitioned over to diving. So they, but they're both quite similar sports. So mm -hmm. yeah, they've both led quite nicely into some of the bits in CrossFit. Awesome. And so when we let's, uh, I, I always like to ask a few more questions, but I, I, I'm going to, normally I just kind of go straight off now. Like I don't even finish the warm up questions because I've already got, got some things I want to ask you, but in terms of like uh, your, your toaster bar, then um, are you really happy with large sets? Um, kind of same with handstand walks. Is it, is it an unbroken, no problems? I know there's unbroken handstand walks at the Arnold this, uh, this coming yeah, weekend. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't want to jinx myself before the Arnold, but I do like <laughs> a good, long handstand walk. And yeah, toast bar. So in, that, in diving, actually, we only ever were allowed to do strict toast bar. Um, so when we came over to CrossFit and um, you got like a bit of a kip, it, it was quite nice. So yeah, I do enjoy toast bar. Just like, oh, this, this, this is easy. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, why not? <laughs> yeah. So in, in terms of in terms of kind of like so looking at the and again, right, I'm going off 
sod the warm up <laughs> for now, right? So we we use kind of kipping a lot within within CrossFit, and that can really mean that you can increase the the number of repetitions and your your I guess your output kind of over a short time domain, like. As a as a complete novice, not even a novice, right? I've I've watched diving occasionally, right? You know, I'm like, well, I mean, that's like one toaster bar. I mean, are you doing? Are you? Did you see a massive change in like sets and reps when you moved into toaster bar for CrossFit functional fitness versus what you would do? And you mentioned they'd always be strict, right? But would yeah. you be doing strength sets rather than say endurance sets? Um, I mean, we always did a lot of volume. Um we do like multiple sets of 10, I said strict, uh, weighted, um, and on the floor again, a lot of V-ups. And that was kind of the main bit of condition. There's a lot of core in diving. So mm-hmm. stuff like that transitioned over to um, CrossFit quite well, albeit not, you know, the, the volume that you get in, in certain wads and stuff. But like I said, the fact that you can go from strict to kipping um, made it quite nice. So yeah, I don't mind the, the bigger sets on some of the stuff. Um, but yeah, diving's very core. Um centered but also very very form orientated yeah everything has to have form so it's quite nice as well to come and not get told off and not having straight legs all the time (laughs) but you can also offer the perfect demo right you know with that that great form yeah occasionally (laughs) although i'm definitely not as good as i used to be but yeah still can yeah (laughs) great great and um then finally on the dumbbell snatch right so if I know you did the open this year and we had kind of a, a repeat of 17.1, which was the dumbbell snatch and burpee box jump overs. So was that a wheelhouse workout for you with the dumbbell, uh, with the burpee box jump overs in there as well? No, I think I actually died on that workout. My insides were hurting, but I do like them. And they came up at Europeans and we actually fifth of them and they were quite fun. So yeah. And I panicked a bit when I said that, but I do like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, I, I love the uh, I love the energy you and kind of excitement you've got for a workout. It's like, oh, no, we have to do 50 of them. And it was quite it, they were fun. Well, it was <laughs> that after uh, before 50 box jumps. So they, they were the nice bit. Yeah, true, yeah. true. I guess that, that's a good way of looking at it. Right. Being like, oh, I'm not looking forward to that bit. But if I'm not looking forward to that bit. There has to be a bit that I am looking forward to. So it's, while it lasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, the second warm-up question I have, and then I've got, you know, I've got loads of those more I, I, I'm really looking forward to talking to you about is um, I normally go for music, right? And so yeah. going to flip this is that um, if you, is there, does music normally play when you're diving? Yeah, we have music on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what would the music be if if you could only have one track playing every time you were diving? What would it be? Oh, I like old school songs. Um, Love Train, <laughs> like really old school, like Motown songs. I was yeah. never allowed to put my phone on and play. I was banned because it's just not what anyone else wants to train to. But yeah, old school music, Love Train. That's a good nice, nice. And is that the same? Would you would you train in the kind of so you train at CrossFit Rotherham, right? Would, yeah. would you have similar Motown old school music on when training there as well? Um, on Sunday, I actually managed to get hold of a speaker and I did put Motown on them, but I wouldn't dare when there's a full gym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there has to be some kind of like benefit to getting that extra session in where you're you you have control of the uh, DJ for the day. Yeah, definitely. Oh, brilliant. Well, there we go. Kind of good warm up and a few little extra segues in there as well. So a, a thorough and uh, I, I'd almost say it was a movement specific warm up. So I think I've uh, I think I've directed that quite well. <laughs> <laughs> Right. 
so my, my, my kind of first question, I often, I'm really intrigued to know how people kind of get into CrossFit but, or functional fitness, but I'm like, as a, as a, you know, very accomplished diver, right. Competing at a very high level. And you mentioned that you were previously in gymnastics. So like the question I've got was like, I mean, how does one get into diving? I mean, it's, it's not the type of thing like, I know I went to school in Sheffield, right? We didn't really do diving uh, as part of PE and it's not the type of thing you typically do in, typically do it in the park. So I guess, w- did it come from gymnastics then? Yeah, so I did gymnastics um, for quite some years from being really young up until being 13, but I always really wanted um, to be an Olympian. That's all I ever wanted to do. And when, I didn't go to the Olympics, by the way, um, but... At, when I was at school and I was still doing gymnastics, uh, we got offered through our PT, at the diving club had sent a letter to uh, around the schools asking for anyone in their school that does gymnastics to go for a diving trial. Mm. Um, so I went um, and it turned out that I picked it up quite quick and it was quite a good transfer from gymnastics diving and my chances of being more successful um, at diving. So I, I ended up sticking with that. But yeah, not never anything to do with CrossFit. But while I was diving... Um, I watched one of the CrossFit documentaries on Netflix, just flicking. And I watched that. I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, that's cool. So when I finished, originally, I, I didn't want to do any any sport properly. I never wanted to compete again. Um, I kind of left diving and had parked all of that. Um, and I had a few months of just doing the odd bit of um, fitness. But I found just going to a normal gym so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of stuck between really wanting to keep up the exercise that I've always done um but had no motivation I've never tried to train on my own before I've never not had a coach um and I really struggled so I decided to just get in touch um with CrossFit Rotherham I didn't know really what to expect because I didn't know that much about CrossFit and then I went and just absolutely loved it um and straight away just kind of probably went every day from then (laughs) Mm. Ah, amazing and uh, some people I've spoken to that have say kind of been in other sports of like well actually I started started CrossFit as a as a supplement to my main sport loved it so much that I then parked the other sport but but for you and am I right in thinking it was injury that meant that kind of diving at the kind of GB kind of striving for the Olympics was the reason that that had to stop yeah I mean I had some um, bad injuries over the years I had a a couple of surgeries but you know all of that kind of took its toll and although I did have quite a good career in diving, it was never going to turn out to be mm-hmm. the career that I wanted. So I was in the middle of the Olympic cycle in, in 2018, the Tokyo cycle. And um, I did really well at the Commonwealth trials, but unfortunately they didn't select me. So I kind of thought from there, well, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they're not giving me this, they're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, the Olympics is kind of not going to happen. So um, I kind of took the decision to step away. Um, and yeah, and like I said, yeah, and then kind of fell into CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, but I do wish that I had done CrossFit at the same time because even though I've trained all those years, I'm probably fitter and stronger and more robust than I've ever been. And I think I probably wouldn't have had the injuries that I had along the way had I been how I am now. So, but that's hindsight. So, <laughs> uh, well, you know, Eric Rosa, if you're listening, that was a perfect advert for the uh, for the CrossFit methodology. But but it, I guess it's not just the methodology; it's it's the kind of coaching, it's the kind of like that the whole thing. It, you know, the the methodology is only the tool; it's kind of the crafts craftsman, whether that be the kind of the athlete or the coach that kind yeah. of uses that effectively. So it's really cool that you'd seen that documentary, and perhaps it was sitting somewhere in your subconscious that you know you had that that um, you know, like say, kind of just going to a, a commercial gym on your own, maybe with a 
kind of off the shelf program or maybe just kind of just trying to keep moving and it was like now you need something more than that and that was that was in there and thought oh I'll give that a go and great somewhere like CrossFit Rotherham I guess was not too far away from you no it's really close and yeah it's a brilliant place the people there as soon as I went in because in diving it's it's an individual sport I know CrossFit can be but I'd never seen anything like it where everyone gets behind everyone and it was a nice change after you know the 15 years I had it it being so intense and so outcome focused all the time that it was just so refreshing to go in and see everyone get behind each other and yeah that's kind of what sold it to me really so talk, talking about that I mean we'd already started to in, in the warm-up kind of drifted into kind of talking about like strict toes to bar a lot of volume um one of the things I was kind of do, doing my research right and you know so 2020 was your first open and I guess did you get into CrossFit in like 2019 time yeah I started like middle of um 2019 but just I didn't really uh, get into it properly until the back end of 2020 because I still originally wanted to just do some casual fitness um a few times a week so yeah I I think I started to you know my interest really grew in in 2020 yeah yeah Yeah. so to put some numbers to it 2020 uh 4816th in the world in the open (laughs) casual fitness and then 2021, 616. So breaking the top 1,000 in the open is uh, an amazing achievement in itself. Um, so what I kind of wanted to know and whether you've thought about it or can think about it now is that, you know, we already talked like having that gymnastic capability, that skill, that kind of uh, a lot of midline strength, that's such a core element, excuse the pun again, of like kind of CrossFit. But like, do you think it was a lot of the, um physicality that was required for diving that has kind of trans come with you to 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 kind of functional fitness to crossfit or is there also the the element and of the the mindset and the discipline to kind of like regular focus training or a bit of both i think i think both i think obviously you know i came from diving albeit i I was in good shape i wasn't particularly strong i'd never done much weightlifting or olympic weightlifting um so it wasn't like I came fully equipped um, straight into CrossFit, but what I am is obviously very, very um, competitive and I've spent my entire life wanting to be the very best at something. So even when I was trying to just kind of do it for a bit of fun and just casual fitness, you know, a part of me, you know, wanted to <laughs> win what mm-hmm. I'm doing or be the fastest or, and, and obviously a long way off that, but. I want to get to being the point where I could be the best that I could be. And that's kind of just what's driving it at the minute. Now, I don't know what that could be right now, but it's quite exciting, you know, putting the work in and seeing the improvements happen. And I think I, I craved that after having that for so long. Um, so, yeah, that's that's quite nice. I think the thing that keeps me, I'm very much a, um, a hobbyist CrossFitter, right? You know, I've, I, I found it in my late 20s and been doing it about seven years now. So, for me it's about kind of longevity and and but and kind of definitely like the mental aspect of it you have you know it's good outlet from from work from life but one of the um one of the things i think that keeps me coming back is the the, such the diversity of things right you know they talk about the 10 elements of fitness but you know there's there's olympic weightlifting in there there's gymnastics there's endurance strength powerlifting it's it's great do you are you um and you talked about how like with diving a lot of it was like performance like outcome driven like yeah. is there something really refreshing about have learning like new skills that you might have you know picking up a barbell and doing something you might not have done with it before and stuff like that yeah massively I mean 
there's still there's always so much to learn no matter like you know how much you, you improve there's always room for improvement and so many of the elements are so new um so but at the same time you know I, I'm absolutely loving going into training I mean it, it was a, it, it was years since since I, I mean I dived and I loved it but I, I was not probably since I was 13 14 was I excited to you know get into training um, and I've kind of got that back, which, you know, I never expected to. So it's just the go at turning up every day and just having a really good time. Um, and with that, yeah, always so much to learn, always so much to improve on. So it's quite addicting. <laughs> addicting. Oh, yeah. Point, yeah. The, the chasing, the, the improvement. So, yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I think as well, it's kind of, it, it's, you can chase so many different movements, but equally like it's completely scalable, right? So you get people with so many different kind of abilities and, places in their journey and and I guess like again a naive question about diving like I look at diving and I'm like well you know yeah there's different height boards but that <laughs> kind of there's a there's a barrier to almost like you know there's there's not a gra- I guess you do gradually move up the stack right but yeah. there's there's still that element at some point you've kind of got to jump in <laughs> yeah literally another fun literally um... sorry it, that one wasn't <laughs> intended <laughs> um yeah it is and you know what we did was always very specific and and quite lonely at at times what what you're trying to achieve you know like I said you are on your own up there and yeah so it's it's completely new to just come in Mm -hmm. and just learn something again from scratch and just have fun with it yeah um in terms of competition then um one of the things I was you know again looking at diving I was like you know there's practice 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 hours and hours of practice but then the, the the dive that counts is like over in you know a, f- a few a few seconds right yeah. you know maybe less than two seconds um and I was trying to think what what does that feel like to me like you know that's kind of like weightlifting right where there's this element that you know you get six lifts so you can practice all you want but it's about making those lifts count yeah. and whilst there are elements of of weightlifting in um in in CrossFit typically a little kind of there's there's more room for error but does that mean typically within diving you and and I guess maybe this carries over is does that ability to kind of handle competitive pressure yeah I think so I mean obviously like you said it, it you know we do each dive thousands of times but it's irrelevant it's what happens when you sit up there in that moment and you know more often than not usually it went wrong um but <laughs> but on the times it did so yeah it's quite the only that I'm actually more nervous at CrossFit competitions because it's the unknown. Whereas, like yeah. I said in diving, I've done it thousands and thousands of times. So although it might not go particularly well in that moment, I know exactly what I'm about to do and how to do it. And you know, it's quite daunting coming into CrossFit and having no idea what you're about to or how it's going to feel. And actually, actually, that makes me more nervous. Uh, so, so digging into a few specific kind of like I guess. CrossFit competition experiences then so you got to experience the the quarterfinals uh, as both an individual and a and a team right and let's focus on the individual first like was that uh like I was looking at like your scores like the Rowan wall ball like you you know you finished 59th in in Europe right so right I think that was your that was your best score across the kind of the workouts yeah. I think and is that um again I guess that's that's capacity typically and so whilst there's a lot of skill and focus and kind of execution uh, that competitive element allows you to put yourself in that put yourself in a hole right and kind of gr- yeah, think, get, get on with it yeah I think so I mean the the row in the wall ball one was just 
you know, we decided to go unbroken and on the wall balls and then as hard as you can on the row. And it was just having to hang on, um, which in a competitive moment, I think, you know, it's an easier thing to do. Yeah. 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 How, how are the, uh, talking, talking about core work, how are the GHDs for you? Is that something you'd got much experience with? I've never, I've never actually been on a GHD. I do like them. They just give me a headache. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do like GHDs. But no, it's not something we've, we'd ever used before. No. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing with, uh, you know, I think especially where that individual quarterfinals sat, right? You know, we've been in lockdown for like what felt like forever. Yeah. It's not typically a, you know, a commonly used piece of kit because there's normally one or two within a gym. So like suddenly it's kind of like, and now you're going to do 75 or whatever it was so it's it can be quite a quite an unfamiliar one for a lot of people yeah well I actually struggled on the GHD because we've done loads of pistols um in diving was the rope climbs could not climb a rope um and then the week after we sat with Mark and he's like right and then in a in one session I you know learned how to go up properly and slide back down and I was like oh if I if we'd have known that a week ago but it was actually the rope climbs that I just just was hopeless at <laughs> somewhere else then that um uh, you're, and you're setting me up for a brilliant segue here. Somewhere else that had rope climbs, I believe, was the European champs, right? Yeah. So how how were they? You know, a few months later down the line, had you uh, been practicing them, ready for the European champs? Yeah, we had. So straight after the semi-finals, where again I was completely hopeless at the rope climbs uh, in a team event, couldn't do the two um, legless rope climbs to start with, fell from the top. It was just terrible um, and kind of from there you know Mark made a new program and we worked really hard on them and when they came up at Europeans I was a bit nervous um, but to be able to do 15 of them um, from failing to just a few months back as well as thrusters yeah I was really really pleased with that it just kind of showed that the work that we've done is is coming together and is paying off nicely so that was the workout that I was most proud of from Europeans because of that. Oh, fantastic. Well, and that's an awesome achievement. So I, I think you, you said that like European champs was your first live CrossFit competition experience. Yeah. Um, and like, so how, how, how was that? I mean, you'd already said that being in a community, it's great having people cheering you on, but was it next level being out on the competition floor with, with a kind of a crowd as at, at the kind of a, a, the, what is it? The five lakes resort? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was really looking forward to it. Um, what I underestimated was how nervous um, I would be before each event because um, normally I absolutely love competition, love the adrenaline um, and normally thrive off that. Um, and I was really, really nervous. But I just think, you know, in my own head, I maybe felt like, you know, I don't know. I, there was a lot of experienced people there and it was, it was completely new. So I didn't know what to expect. Um, but I did also have a really good time. So I'm glad that we went and did it. Yeah, and that, that has to be the number one, I think, right? You know, of, of kind of having a good time. A lot of these, we're doing this in our in our spare time, right? So it's yeah, uh, oh, one hundred percent. It's the main reason I'm doing CrossFit. You know, I've spent a long time in in a sport where, like I said, it, it, I had a, a goal, um, and fun necessarily didn't always come into it, and and now it's really really important to me that I just enjoy what I'm doing because I feel like this is bonus time now. I've had my time in sport. I did it full-time for, um, for a few years and didn't expect to fall into anything else so anything that I do now is is kind of a bonus time and to love it how I do is you know that's the main thing yeah oh that's 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 <laughs> great to hear so are there any kind of specific lessons like um you kept referring to um say your coach Mark is that right yeah. 
yeah. Are there any specific kind of lessons you've taken from your first experience on the floor at European Champs that you're like looking to apply kind of going to the the, uh, the Arnold uh, Fitness Games this, this weekend? Yeah, I think the main thing is um, just to trust that, you know, we've done the work and I'm, I'm in quite a good place. And, you know, if it goes well, it goes well. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Um, but just to enjoy being there, I think, you know, it's it's hard coming from a sport where you, you are quite successful at it because you worked at it. But coming into a sport where, you know, there's hundreds of people better than you because um, diving is also a really, really small sport. It's coming to such a big sport with such big participation, but also so many incredible athletes. Um, just knowing that, you know, you've qualified and you're there, so just enjoy it as well. Yeah, I oh, know that's that's cool. It's nice that you can uh, kind of like see see that side of it, right? And to almost it's a it's a breath of fresh air, perhaps to some degree. Um, give, yeah. Given you're still doing diving in your in your kind of in your job, right? So it's kind of like now this is a chance for you to enjoy something else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So now going back to team. So as you mentioned, you had the the quarterfinals as a as a team, and and I think I'm right. Thinking you then qualified for semis off the back of that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, and you, you know you said that diving is is you know an individual sport. It, when you're up on the on the platform, it can be quite it's, it's a lonely. It's down to you, right? So have you um, whilst obviously we've talked about you kind of going out on the on the floor in the individual competitions. How much time are you devoting, to, say, training as a team? Is that something that you kind of are are looking to do more of as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all obviously train together there um, every day, so it it kind of works nicely that, you know, I'm able to do both and, and they work really well. And, you know, there's so much fun in a team. We get on really well. We work really well together. And, you know, we didn't really know what to expect coming in from the Open and the quarterfinals. And when we got through to the semifinals, you know, we we, we couldn't end up competing in the semifinals because one of our um, teammates got deployed. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we, we couldn't compete. But, you know, we, we had no expectations going into it. We weren't, we weren't sure. And, you know, to come away from that and, and make the semifinals, it's definitely made us you know, want to enter more events and do more team things together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had been kind of following the leaderboard and and I was like, oh, I'm not sure what's going on there. And I was like, you know, because there's so many teams, it was great to see such a such a representation from kind of like UK and and, and Ireland as well. But, um, you know, that, that you just want to kind of like slide into whoever's DMs and be like, oh, what's going on? And yeah. you just it could be someone's injured, someone's ill, something's happened. So I was like, you know what, I'll just wait. And if you mention anything, then then there we know. But and and I think what's really interesting there is you've kind of you know mentioned that everyone's got other commitments, right? We're all typically doing this as a as some degree of pastime um, rather than necessarily as like full time athletes. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. And and with that allowed, you know, it, the focus is if you're doing this in your spare time, you you've got to enjoy it, and you know, and we definitely do. And I I love the team events, so yeah. yeah. So as some of you that were competing in, in quarterfinals, are you are you part of the same team for coming this Sunday uh, in the compete division? So you're a mixed team again at the Arnolds yeah. on, on Sunday. Yeah, so um, yeah, Matt and I obviously trained together um, and he was in the semifinals. And then we've got Linas, who's also from our gym, um, and Ruta from CrossFit Barnsley. So Ruta actually came over and we did do the semifinal workouts, but just in our gym um, because mm. Abby... Abby got redeployed, who was originally on the team. So Ruth came over and still allowed us to do the workouts together and, and just kind of see how they were. And um, so we've done we've done bits together and we've done some training over the last um, few months as well. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that on Sunday with them. Oh no, that's that's really interesting. And 
in case I forget at the end of the podcast, just the very best of luck with uh, with both days, you know. And that's uh, how often you uh, how often you kind of competing on Saturday and Sunday. That's uh, that's an impressive. Yeah, uh, I mean, commitment. right now it seems like a great idea, but <laughs> Saturday <laughs> night I might not be thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll be sure to kind of drop you a message the week, <laughs> out, the week after being like, how's things? You know, yeah, how, was, <laughs> how, how, how was Sunday morning? How was Monday morning? I'm <laughs> sure yeah um is that um in terms of am i right thinking you're 24 right now so how are you finding kind of the the kind of training volume like is that something that you're are you training more now than when you were kind of um and you mentioned earlier that you kind of feel fitter and kind of more i'm going to use the word resilient whether that's right or not but like you know you feel all around more fitter than when you say competing in diving are you training more as well now um so uh, about similar. So when I when I the last few years of diving, I did um, full time. So I you know I didn't go to university or anything. I just committed my time to training. So we typically train two two and a half to two hour sessions um, a day uh, plus a Saturday. So we did six days a week. Um, and then now I don't actually start work until lunchtime. So I'm at the gym probably half seven till twelve o'clock. So the mm. hours are quite similar. I mean the the intensity is definitely stronger in crossfit you know in diving mm-hmm. you literally like jump in walk up the steps um so it's not it's not as 100 percent um foot on the pedal but yeah i'm, I'm used to the training volume um so it, it, nothing's kind of been a shock i mean i'm a bit older now not much older but a bit older so it's just managing um my body a little bit more because um it's just had a it's just had 15 years of battering so (laughs) it's not necessarily that fresh all the time so it's just managing that a little bit more than what I used to have to um but no I enjoy it you know I'm used to it I've always trained and uh, like I said we have so much fun that you know the hours kind of fly by anyway cool and just to be clear in saying you were 24 there was no way I was suggesting that you were like old right I'm I'm 36 and I'm determined to be oh, like it's not- my diver told me this morning that I looked 37 so you know I'm taking that I was like thanks great great thanks <laughs> <laughs> oh that's uh, I hope you were like right go up to the top board yeah just go and do a like- bomb off the top <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. So talking about kind of like training intensity, kind of you were saying like six days a week, it's comparable hours to what you're now doing for kind of like as a, as a pastime, as an outlet, but obviously with, you know, still that competitive drive. One of the things, and I've spoken to a few others over the kind of last couple of years about who, who have experience in other sports. And one of the things that's been highlighted a couple of times was like how serious, um, folk within the CrossFit space can take their training, right? You know, and that they're, they're holding up a full-time job, but yet, like, for what could be deemed a hobby, it's, like, really serious, right? And it's not just as in, like, training six days a week, but it's then, like, the nutrition and the recovery and and everything else that goes with it. And for me, it'd be the trainer collection. Was <laughs> was that something, getting into, getting into kind of CrossFit, did that surprise you quite a bit to see how kind of, like, um, all in people can get at very varying diff- diff- different levels of kind of ability and fitness yeah it <laughs> yeah it, it took me by surprise I mean I think it's a nice thing um that you know people are so so driven and so so focused on it um but yeah it, it wasn't kind of what I expected at first uh, but now I'm in it I, I I do get it you know you're constantly chasing that you know it, the the pbs and the the improvement is, is addictive um but 
yeah, it, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. Um, but it's it's nice. Everyone's everyone's into it. So and it's refreshing, you know, from from diving, you know, we've all been there a long time and it's the same people. Um mm-hmm. And it's the same small group. So to come and see so many different people each and every day. And I still do, um, a part of my training, I do class every day um, with mm-hmm. the rest of the gym. So, and that's one of my favorite bits, just being around everyone. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I think, you know, I've uh, realized, and again, talking about there's a variety in training, which has kept me coming back to kind of like the CrossFit methodology. Um, but there's also, um, I think it's probably the first time that, I was going to a gym and I was taking elements of that home with me in terms of it was creating more of a lifestyle. And so yeah. that's one of the things I, I feel like I, that I, I get from the community that I've met and the kind of the way the methodology is, is taught is that it's like something that I, I take home with me and I, it's not this, but I, I, I almost see it that it's, it starts to become a little bit more of my personality. And I don't know whether that's more so than other sports potentially. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, I, I would definitely say right now I'm probably more in in more aspects of my life than I actually was when I dived. But I just think, you know, part of that is I need to recover a little bit better. But also, like from diving, you kind of got told from being a child, like exactly what to do, where to be and when to be. And it's like being at school, you know, there's set instructions constantly. Whereas this, you know, you're an adult now, you're doing it, like you said, as a hobby. And so, to take ownership and kind of do it on your own a little bit more I think also is why you get people a little bit more all in I guess yeah brilliant okay and you've given me a yet another segue into my final question and this one you know and um I'll be really intrigued again so talking about how like perhaps the the sport of CrossFit the kind of the wider kind of lifestyle of CrossFit how that um, compares to uh, say your, your experience with diving the other thing you mentioned is that whilst diving is a small sport it is a an olympic sport it's got olympic track and you, yeah. you've experienced that yourself um but also that you were in it for 15 years i think you said f- from being young yeah from so, gymnastics to diving yeah about 15 yeah yeah and so you and you described it there you're told exactly what to do um now the thing with competitive crossfit whether it be the crossfit games or kind of other other competitions it's such a young sport and this unknown and unknowable bit also makes it really hard to kind of grasp and so everyone's still trying to work it out and what we are almost seeing and we're seeing more and more we had the british teen championships you know there's been the masters and teens collective over in the us but when we're seeing because the sport is so young a kind of like backfilling process of the grassroots and the development um do you um, knowing you're a talent coach in, um, in, in diving as well. And I know you're very new to CrossFit, but are there, do you look at kind of CrossFit as a sport and, and see are there things you want to see more of to help develop the, let's say the grassroots development and the kind of competitive track? Yeah, definitely. I mean, diving is very, very grassroots um, to the point where one of us, part of my job each year, I go around each primary school and actually talent test um, and bring them into the pool. And I think, you know, CrossFit is so new. And what I found was, you know, all my friends are like, what do you even do at CrossFit? Like, what is CrossFit? And it's not until you get into CrossFit that it's a huge world of a CrossFit world. And there's so many people that participate. But like I said, unless you're in that bubble, it, it's still something that is unknown. And I think, you know, there's so many benefits to, to CrossFit. And, and you know, there's so many people now that are into health and fitness and going to a normal gym is just a bit boring. And I think, you know, if people 
are more aware of this and get into it at an early age. And like you said, it's becoming more of an early specialization um, hobby sport. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, you know, I think it's got a, I think it's going to be the future in quite some time. I think it's just getting bigger and bigger. And like, yeah, so I, I think, you know, it's, it's up and coming. And if I don't know where the, the plans across it, I know fitness racing as well. Um, but yeah, it's something that I'd be encouraging people to go to. And, you know, even now the people that I know, you know, more of my friends are into it and they see the videos and yeah, I think it's only going to get bigger, but I think, you know, it's the perfect thing for children. Even if they don't stay in CrossFit, it opens up the doors to so many other sports that, yeah, I think it's perfect. Yeah, I guess because it's so broad in what it kind of seeks to develop. Yeah, it's you just going to develop your, your physicality, whether you stay in it or not. It's, yeah. You can't go wrong with doing it. So, yeah. Um, in terms of uh, the role you have as a talent coach, I don't know if does any of that have, you know, you've got in pool training and I assume you have out of pool training. Are you involved in the out of pool yeah, training? Yeah, so, yeah, we do. We do all of it for the, for the kids that we coach. Yeah. Yeah. And is there anything that you've started to pick up within the kind of the CrossFit box being like, oh, you know what, I, I really want to try and talk to the coaching team about trying to apply some of that? Or is it very much now this is what we do? Uh, yeah, no. So whether they say that or not. So with my divers on Saturday morning, now we have Big Saturday, which is CrossFit Saturday. <laughs> so we do, <laughs> we do, um, we do like the only way I can get them to buy into anything condition is if it's a competition. So we do like partner, you go, I go workouts and, you know, and they're like, do you do this? And if I say yes, then, you know, they're 100% bought into it. So yeah, we have CrossFit Saturday and Friday night. They're like, oh, is it Big Saturday tomorrow? Um, so, <laughs> and they're, they're so good. They're so fast. Like, they're like, are you going to join in? I'm like, no, I don't want you to beat me. So yeah, they, they absolutely love it. And it, I've brought in, and I go on the England camps. Um, and when I'm there, I definitely bring a lot of it in there. And it's gone down really, really well as well um it's just come outside the box you know diving like it, it is very regimented but I don't think it has to be I don't think it needs to be all the time it needs to be fun and and CrossFit is the perfect mix between you know you're working hard and it's fun so I'm bringing it in whether anyone likes it or not yeah. <laughs> oh brilliant yeah and, and I like we've kind of come full circle again talking about how it's it's, it's got to be fun and there's a number of people I've, I've spoken to like you've got to be having fun it keeps you coming back you know like discipline yeah, yeah that can keep you going back but especially when it's a pastime there's got to be that element as well so, yeah, definitely. yeah. I, I think talking about we were saying like you know about grassroots development you know it's it's growing all the time one of the every sport has to develop and I think it's just it's like a 21st century sport so now we expect everything to happen instantaneously to be on our phones to happen overnight but most sports probably diving included right went through that growth they just went through it kind of pre the internet you know kind of 27 well said probably 70 years 50 years ago or something like that so uh, did, but even now you know I, I go to schools every year and I'm like right so does anyone know what diving is and they're like oh yeah it's when you go to the bottom of the sea and I'm like no not quite so even <laughs> though it is in the Olympics it's it's still a small sport and it's it's still the unknown but the, we just spread the word and and that's kind of how we we develop now so yeah I think the same thing for CrossFit Oh, great okay well georgia i'm going to repeat again saying the very best of luck um with the Arnold fitness games um at the weekend both days um and as as important i hope it's loads of fun <laughs> thank you i'm sure it will be